Welcome! You're listening to the Every Day is a New Day show. I am your host, Kim O'Neill, and this is the show that reminds you we live in a world of infinite possibilities. You are more amazing than you know. You are never alone, and the one with the power has always been you. I speak with awesome guests who have inspiring stories and tools to support you on your journey forward. Every day is always a new day, and your day's looking pretty bright. Hello and welcome to the Every Day is a New Day show. I am your host, Kim O'Neill, and I'm so excited to be here with you. This is the inspirational interview show about moving forward and choosing to embrace a positive outlook. And I'm really excited because today I have another really awesome guest for you. Today we're going to be, sp- be speaking with Alexandria Barker. She is a soul realignment practitioner, law of attraction life coach, infinite possibilities trainer, transformational speaker, Reiki master practitioner, crystal therapist, Akashic Records consultant, yoga instructor, oh my goodness, and she's the author of Relief Beyond Belief exploring the world of natural healing and her second book wishful thinking life success system i hope i said that correctly so wishful thinking wishful thinking life success system a fun and easy system to transform your life and she gives you all the tools you need to turn the life that you have into a life you'll love so with that said welcome alexandria hi kim so nice to be here with you today thanks for having me on your show Nice to be here with you as well. So let's, I love to just, even though I read your bio, let's just get right to it. And I want to ask you again, in your words, who are you and what do you do? If you have anything extra you want to add to that. Well, uh, I am Alexandria Barker. Um, I'm, and uh, yeah, I think I'm kind of like a spiritual personal trainer, basically. So I'm a personal trainer, not for your body, but for your spirit. So I bring everyone tools to really help them connect with their body, mind, and spirit, just so they can live the best lives, because we didn't incarnate to struggle. We came here to have fun, and that's how I like to connect with people and just share that with them in many ways, right? From their physical health, mental and emotional. And now with my new work, I actually go into their past lives and help them clear their karma. So I figure I got all those bases covered for them. (laughs) I love it. So now I want to ask you, what is your story? How did you get to where you are today? Okay, that's really interesting. Well, I actually started Um, not to kind of put a downer, but it was actually my father's passing. And that was 18 years ago. So he just made it into the millennium. And then he he croaked, as Abraham would say. So but but it was really interesting, because it was a very quick passing. So and he was on the other end of the country. So I was like flying back and forth a few times from from Ontario to Alberta. And uh, the last visit, I just felt completely transformed on my way back. Um, my parents were involved in spiritualist churches. My mom's a tarot, master tarot card reader. and My dad was counseling people and seeing auras, which I now easily see too. But, but at the time, I didn't have any of that. But on the flight home, I felt like, wow, all of a sudden I just felt changed. Like he had ch- somehow imparted some of his wisdom to me. And then everything changed. I, I was a journalist at the time and, and I had my own column. And when I came back from seeing him on my last visit, which was like uh, before he passed, 
all of a sudden people were coming out of the woodwork and this was like I say this is 18 years ago so people were not talking about Reiki and stuff like that then and yet I started writing about them in my column and people were just wow you mean we our bodies heal themselves like how, how can this be kind of thing so I was getting some very positive feedback which led to the publication of my first book Relief Beyond Belief um, exploring the world of natural healing, uh, which led to me doing a TV talk show with the local Kojiko, bringing these therapists on and sharing their stories. And then I got uh, around, uh, the newspapers were kind of a dying thing around here, and it actually folded. And so I used my know-how of how to create, you know, this stuff on the computer, and I started a magazine also called Relief Beyond Belief. So that ran for four years as well. That was a quarterly um, that circulated from Ottawa to Toronto because that's I'm sort of in the middle of that. So yeah, and then it was just full steam ahead. It was just, you know, I was just devouring anything that I could learn about energy work. And that's basically become my specialty as, as I'm an energy healer. But that, you know, a lot of people don't understand what that means so that's what i kind of go back and talk about like people understand about reiki and meditation and that kind of thing so that's kind of opens the door and then i can take them deeper and just help them know you can change your life anytime you want it's all going on up here you know it's not what's going on around you and and it's just that's really uh, it's my passion and it's just what i do every day i just try to you know connect with myself and my own inner spirits and my own inner guides, but also helping other people do the same. So yes, it's really, Oh my goodness. That's fascinating. You've, you've <laughs> been in like every area of media. It sounds like. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> That's true. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> and I, so, was, I used to be the shy person behind the camera, you know, during as a journalist and taking pictures. And then all of a sudden I find myself right out front and center and I'm doing TV shows and I'm doing radio and all kinds of things. So, so, oh, I love it. <laughs> uh, okay, well, so now when, when, you're, when your father transitioned, did you happen to notice any kinds of repetitious signs as messages yeah. from him? Yes, he sends dimes. And uh, now some of my uh, other siblings and my mom were receiving these dimes and I wasn't getting any and I was getting a little upset. And then all of a sudden now they're everywhere. And, you know, I'm blessed to have, I have four kids and six little grandkids. Well, not so little, ranging from four to almost 10 now. Um, but they get dimes. And so they'll stop and hey, you know, like they all know that this is, this is your grandpa or your great grandpa who sends these dimes. So it was just like, uh, yeah, he's still there. He's still connecting. And I actually connect with him on an ongoing basis now. He's been, uh, it's awesome. He comes and visits my dreams sometimes and in meditations. And we have a much better relationship than we ever did when he was alive. I'll tell you that. <laughs> wow. Okay. Your story sounds a little along now. the lines of mine. What was that? <laughs> We're much closer now. <laughs> That's, that's very similar to my story, Alexandria. Really? Really? Yeah. Yeah. Things, things were, yeah. So when my father passed away, that's when I said, that's it. We're going to finally make this thing work. We're going <laughs> to, we're going to resolve the issues we had when you were living. And um, yeah, it was a whole journey, but, um, but, and I see pennies for me, it's pennies. Oh, nice. Yeah. Well, oh, I'm, I'm yeah, I'm, it's, it's such a nice because you, it's, 
perfect timing. And it's like anytime I get together with my kids and my grandkids, there's a dime. You know, it's like like laying like right where it shouldn't be, you know, like but it'll just show up there. It's just it's just really nice. It's like a game. <laughs> I love it. Okay. Well, okay. So it's, it sounds like you transitioned through. So as your, your father transitioned and you, you know, transitioned as well, right. As a result yeah. of that change in your life, yeah. it sounds like that was a fairly smooth transition for you. Now, is that the, the case? Not really. Um, <laughs> okay. Because I was really, it was really awkward for me because it was brand new and it was still kind of like, even I remember my first holistic health show and I was nervous to go in because I didn't think I would be still respected as a journalist, you know, because everybody would think, you know, I'm covering council meetings and I'm doing all this other stuff. And, uh, yeah. And, and yeah. then of course my family, like my husband, you know, he wasn't, like-minded at all and okay. my kids are kind of in fact he was a little concerned he thought I was you know it was <laughs> you know the you went off the deep end for me he was like these people are weird it's like a cult it's like you know because I told him about Reiki and the group Reiki sessions and stuff and he's like whoa what's going on there and but then he even he and my kids I still had four kids at home at the time and uh, they realized that hey you know Mom doesn't fly off the handle as easily as she used to. She suddenly, because I started meditating. And, and I, at the time, because I was working two jobs and everything, you know, and I had four kids and dogs and cats and everything. So I would just, I'd go in, if I was out of the house, I'd stay in the car for like five extra minutes and I would just breathe, you know, just calm myself down to bring better energy to my loved ones. And they started recognizing that. And especially the Reiki, which really opened doors for me in my, in my own quest. And then I, you know, I attained the level of master so I could teach my own kids. And, uh, and it's amazing. I mean, even my, you know, they've gone on to really develop it on their own. And even my daughter-in-law, she's gone on, I taught her and she's now she's a medium and she's got her whole career that she's doing, which started from Reiki. I mean, it was new to her too. So it's just been a whole big, wonderful opening for all of us really. And it's just been great. I just, uh, and Reiki was what opened the door for me. So it's been, I love it. And now I have grandkids who, when it, we, I teach a program um, with one of my grandsons, and and it's it's a Reiki for kids program. Ooh, so he, okay. You know, he knows his chakras, his crystals, his all the rest of that. So you know, he's helps out with that too to promote it and to you know help me teach it and stuff. So it's you know it's now onto my grandkids level, and they're all very attuned and you know. And, <laughs> okay. and how? How did your husband come around or how, how did that he just started to see that I was a happier person and you know like I think that was all that he was like okay as long as you're happy you know he was excited for me but he didn't like buy into any of this stuff he's still like doesn't and to this day and we've been together like 30 years now <laughs> so and for 20 of it I've been in the, involved in this but I was a very different person prior to but just the pain relief and that kind of thing, just to teach that to people, you can, you have that healing at your fingertips yeah. and like all, but uh, like one of my grandkids, again, that, that uh, my stepdaughter, she's not into any of this either, but all the others were born like at home 
um, without, you know, drugs, without anything, just with Reiki and in a tub birth and, or just in the birthing bed, you know, so it's just, it's just been really awesome. So, wow. so now I'm surrounded with like-minded people, but it's because I converted them. <laughs> I love it. Oh my goodness. Okay. So, so the Reiki and the meditation, I love how you even just said sitting, sitting in your car and breathing. I yeah. love that you said that. Yeah. Um, were there, did you notice or do you recall if there were any, say, limiting beliefs that you had to release so that you can embrace more empowering beliefs? Oh, for sure. Well, um, I had to really come around to it, too, you know, because I wasn't, I wasn't, it didn't even feel like I was particularly a spiritual seeker or anything at that time. It was just like okay. I had this trauma with my, losing my dad, and that was the first person I'd ever lost, and it was within three months from hearing he's sick to he's gone, you know, wow. and it was just, 40, 41 to 42, I guess. So it was, yeah, it was really traumatic for me. So I think it was just opening up to, are these things really possible? Like I started with Reiki and then it was like, okay. So I proved it to myself that that worked, but every step along the way, because and it's funny you mentioned that because as a journalist, I was trained to be a skeptic and yes. I actually, and you know, like prove it, prove it. I want to see, you know, facts, figures. I want to see all this stuff because that was my background and my training. And then I actually came to me in, in a meditation, or maybe it was a dream. I'm not sure. I don't remember which one, but I it was communicated to me that, okay, you need to let that go now because now, oh, it served you at one point. Now it is blocking you and blocking your progress. You have to start to accept, you know, <laughs> just accept, you know, just like, okay, I'll try it, you know, take, take that kind of attitude. And when I did that, you know, more things just really opened up for me. And I just realized that I, yeah, I feel, really feel like this is what I came here to do. And, you know, I, I think work that I've done since then really um, proves that to me. Like that's, this is, I am on my path. This is what I came to do. And uh, because my connection with the media is to get the word out there to, to, to everyone else, right. not just for me, it's for everybody. So that's what I, do. <laughs> I, I just, I love this. I love when people come from that background and then they find their, they move into this more metaphysical, spiritual space oh, and they see that, yeah, yeah that, that it's like, you can have both, like both can be true. Like, yeah. And it's interesting. You mentioned metaphysics. I had, it hadn't really, like I did when I was 16, I was with a group of metaphysicians and I was studying that kind of stuff. And then that was just for a couple of years. And then I got on with, I got married, my first marriage. I've been married twice. Now, now we're going to have a blended family, but, um, yeah, I just got busy with life and I kind of put all that stuff on the shelf, you know, and just kind of dismissed it as like, whatever. My parents got involved in spiritualist churches and stuff. And I thought, well, I guess that's, that's what you do when you get old, I guess, you know, you want to kind of, you know, <laughs> you know, so that's where I was coming from. I was really actually probably more of an atheist almost like not wow. to that, but it was like, yeah, there's, you know, so it was quite a turnaround for me. And, and uh, it's been awesome. It's been quite a rewarding journey. And, and as you say, with, with my bio there, I've just like gone. <laughs> so it's I been love it. <laughs> um, okay, just one more question, because so you're so Reiki was the starting place. What like what led you to even go, I'm going to try Reiki. Like that oh, sounds like a big jump. I met one of my first spiritual teachers was a lady. She was a meditation teacher. She was new in town. She had just come from Montreal, which was quite a ways from like on the side of Kingston. 
doesn't matter. Anyway, she was just new in town and she's going, I don't know, like, do you think this would be, like, I was doing an interview on her because it was like dog days of summer, like, what are you going to write about? So I was just interviewing her because I thought that's kind of interesting. And she was like my first interview on, you know, first article about stuff. So I'm just, you know, I'm, I'm having this interview and I go like, oh, I want what she's got. She had this inner happiness. She had this peacefulness about her that I really liked. And so I offered up, um, I had a, a, at the time it was a fitness studio on my property right beside the house and I was teaching fitness and stuff there. And uh, so I, I offered my space up to her um, to come and do her classes. And she, that's actually why I took Reiki too, because she said, Reiki opens doors, that's what did it for me. So I went, okay, where can I learn Reiki? Because I want that. So I did. And the Reiki actually really does help you to meditate and to really tune into yourself. It's really quite magical. And with level two, I started spontaneously seeing auras, which I'd never seen before and kind of freaked me out, actually, <laughs> to the point where I was like, oh, I was seeing them everywhere. And I kind of had to shut it down until I was more ready for it because I wasn't at the time. But uh, <laughs> wow, I love it. <laughs> yeah, it's really cool. So I let people know, like, just be open and it'll just things just come. It'll, it'll just happen. And, and it does. That's awesome. So it's do you faster. do Reiki? Sorry? I'm sorry, what was that? I was just saying you ask and spirit answers. So yeah, absolutely. Yes. Do you do Reiki every day? Every day, yeah. Okay. I do it when I meditate. So that makes it really easy. So I just kind of, and I usually meditate to Abraham Hicks. I just, you know, they have their little 15 minute meditations and I just really like them. So I've been doing them for years and years and years. <laughs> I have a special I, room, you know, I go, well, a special a closet that I turned into my little meditation nook and uh, I love it too. It's got all my fairy lights and crystals and, and a crib mattress, you know, so it's, I feel like princess in the pea with all my blankets and everything. And I just go, oh, <laughs> so good. oh I love it. <laughs> That's awesome. Oh my goodness. Okay. So, um, gosh, I just love all of that. So, so, so much. So, and I'm just picturing your husband now too, like you're converting the closet into it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. He doesn't say anything negative. He does like the results. You know, he likes right. having a happy partner. He just doesn't want to do it himself. Okay, <laughs> he got says it. he gets it through os osmosis just from living with me. So eh, maybe he does. I don't know. <laughs> He's on his own path, but it's like parallel sort of like, it seems like I'll learn a whole bunch of stuff and then I'll kind of look over my shoulder and then he's like, like he almost gets the awareness without doing the work. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> what is that by, by association, right? Like he just yeah. it rubs off on him. Yeah. Yeah. Nice. Uh, okay. Well, I want to ask you what, what is your perspective since you've had kind of this, um, I mean, contrast is the word that's coming up, but it's, that's not quite it. Like you just, you've had sort of two different, um, it sounds like phases of your life. Like, yeah. So, because of that, you know, what's your perspective on the meaning of life? I know what Abraham Hicks says, but I'm curious, like, what's your take on that? How do you interpret the purpose of life or having life purpose, the meaning of life? Anything I, just, around that? I guess I really resonate with their, so, you know, their idea that we're here to have fun. And I just really feel like that, that is 
rings true for me. That just really resonates with me. Like you're not here to prove anything to anybody. You're here to have a great experience and whatever that means to you, because that's unique to all of us. So for me, reaching out, connecting with other people and, and assisting them and find kind of, you know, into finding themselves more, that's really, that's big for me. And that's like, that's fun for me, you know? So I really enjoy that. And yeah, it's just, I'm not sure if I answered the question right, but, but yeah. And, and my husband, by the way, was military for the longest time. And so oh, was my dad. Yeah. I mean, you talk about contrast. Yeah. It's pretty huge contrast that military bases are like, wow, worlds away from, you know, the kind of work that I'm doing. Although I, you know, I've done some work on the base for, to, you know, some workshops and stuff like that. I'm not saying everyone isn't open to it or, but mostly, right. <laughs> mostly there, there are some, but, but yeah, it's just, uh, but I don't think it's a mistake that I'm doing this work and then we're, I'm right, you know, 20 minutes from the largest base in the country. You know, I don't think that's an accident. <laughs> so. Okay. Now, now prior to you learning Reiki and moving into the whole spiritual metaphysical side of things, did you have a different perspective on having a life purpose or what your life purpose was? I thought it was just um, to raise my family. That had been my own real, like that's my, I thought that was my true vocation is to raise my kids and just do the best job that I could with them. And my own mom is, a, is an amazing role model for that. And I just really wanted to be the best mom. I wanted to be as good a mom as my mom. <laughs> so that was kind of my driving force behind me. And, you know, and I've done, um, you know, a lot live with my grandkids. I've been a caregiver for the, the one that I was, um, I don't know if I mentioned it earlier. Um, anyway, I have six grandkids and one of them I was a caregiver for from the time he was a year old. So we got lots of time together and he was like my little protege. He loves crystals and wanted to learn about his chakras and all that stuff too. So, you know, so one of my, my biggest values is family. And that's always been, you know, every move, it was just like, I wanted, I wanted to keep my family close to me, keep it tight, you know? And uh, so, yeah, I've still, I spend a lot of time with my kids, my grandkids and they're like, you know, they're my people, my tribe, they're, they're my friends, you know, at the same time, like there's nothing to stay with my kids, you know, my grandkids, that's like, doesn't get any better than that for me. Oh, so. I love <laughs> they're that. They're awesome people, you know, it's not just, like, yeah. they are, they're all awesome. So it's, yeah. Ah, <laughs> um, I had a question. What was I going to ask you? That's okay. It escaped me. So that's okay. So, okay. So now, you know, you shared with us, um, how life was once was and how life is today. Oh, this is what I wanted to ask you. Okay. So, so now when you think back to before you were, you know, I, I think of this show as sometimes being um, something that can really help people who are in a state of transition. And so this is why I, you know, I like to look back, back, how did someone move forward and make that transition and what helps them? And I'm curious when you, I'm curious when you, uh, you know, before when, when, when your vision of life purpose was centered around being a mom and having a family, can you look back now and see how some of the skills that you use today were, were present, but you just didn't know how they were showing up and being utilized? Does that question bring up anything for you? Um, I think it really opened up new stuff for me. 
because it really was a transformational like I, I you know i was i had a hectic lifestyle i didn't have those few minutes in the car were probably the only minutes i had for myself you know so i was like running around i was you know pulling my hair out too i had god i had three teenagers and and the next one down was 10 years younger than the eldest so like i had like you know uh, like a preteen and then i had teenagers and teenage girls and a boy like so it was just keeping mind and body together. I wasn't even worried about spirit. I didn't even really have a okay. about spirit at that time. It was just, okay. <laughs> so, okay. You know, <laughs> so there wasn't like a moment of you put your hands on someone and all of a sudden they're like, wow, I feel so much better. And you're like, no, oh. no, no, no. In fact, okay. when I was learning Reiki, I had an interesting experience that every time I did it, my tummy would gurgle. And then I know I was like, what's that all about? And then I realized their tummies are gurgling too. And then I thought, oh, okay, this is the energy flowing. But it, for me, it was like a confirmation. And uh, so then it was like, okay, now then I began to trust it, you know, and use it for my own things. I was actually slated for, it made a big difference for me, just the level one, because I was, um, I was supposed to have surgery. I, I live in, I, um, rural and I had hay fever and various other, you know, environmental allergies. They had me on a steroid inhalant and 10 years later, they're going, well, now you have polyps from that. So now we're going to have to do surgery. Hope you don't lose your sense of smell, you know, kind of thing. Oh, wow. And I was like, oh my God. But I mean, it was booked several months down the road and I was afraid to be put under and I was afraid about, you know, losing my sense of smell at people said that happens often without surgery wow. can happen with it. So I just was really diligent about I'm raking, I'm going to do this, you know, the power thinking, I'm going to do all the visualization, I'm going to do all that stuff. And it worked. And when I went for like my pre-op, there were no polyps left. So, and then, and now I don't take any medication for allergies. So I'll kick up once in a while. I'll get, you know, it's not the allergies aren't completely gone, but they're now manageable without taking any medication. So, yeah, so that's, that really proved it, you know, to me. And then I was like, okay. And it was working for stuff like menstrual discomfort, that kind of thing, you know? So I was like, I was really putting it to the test. Again, because of that skeptical kind of nature that I that I had, and I was like, "Prove it, prove it." So I was proving it to myself, and it just amazing. And then I started to realize when I'm meditating, I because I was learning to play piano, and I was like, "Wow, I can learn so much better now that I'm meditating because it's like, you know, it just helps you focus and helps yes. you see." And and I was starting to see all these wonderful benefits, and like I wasn't getting upset with my kids as often. I was just like kind of more chill, you know, much more chill. And uh, so I, I was like, this is nice. I'm liking this. And yeah, everything's just kind of fallen into place from that. And it's just like one, one opportunity after another to get me out into like the TV talk show and the magazine and all that. It's like, and even though that was like suddenly being laid off, it didn't feel like a wonderful opportunity. It felt like holy crap, you know, what am I going to do? I'm, now I don't have a job, <laughs> you know, and right. kind of created my own. So it, it helped me not to rely so much on the safety net that actually can hold us back, you know, and uh, so that's another was a really good lesson for me just to have that faith and that trust. And, and now I feel like I do. <laughs> Oh my gosh. I love talking to Alexandria. <laughs> <Thank you. laughs> I love hearing your story and, and just, yeah, all the, 
the transformation that you've embraced. And I love that you've put things to the test and been able to see, okay, fine. We're going to show up for you because like you said, that trust and that faith. Yeah. Oh, okay. I love it. I love it. So let me ask you, we're going to go to a break in just a few minutes here, but um, if there's one tip you could give someone listening, who's in that space of saying, okay, you know, I, I want to see how, you know, I want to, I want it to be proven to me too. I want to, I want to see, it. I want to understand it. I want to embrace this more. What, you know, what, what tip could you, could you give them to support um, them in that? Just to really just try to do it and, and suspend their disbelief long enough to see some results because that was, that's a big one because if you go into it with the mindset that none of this stuff is really real, you know, like I, you know, <laughs> then it's not going to happen for you. But if you can go, you know what, I'm going to maybe take everything I learned and put it on the shelf here and I'm going to just open it. And I would say the whole, like um, the beginner's mind is really important too. And just to kind of, maybe I don't know everything. Maybe I have some things I can learn. You know, that's, that's really important. And then just have the faith and feel like if you're drawn to it, there's a reason you're drawn there. It's, and just, you know, that won't let you down. That'll, you know, that it leads the way. You don't, you know, that story, like you don't have to see 10 miles down the road. Like yes. if you're driving at night, you just need to see just in front of you, right? Where your headlights are. And it's really true. Like take that first step with conviction and then the rest just kind of falls into place. Like it's amazing, but it really does happen that way. It's just crazy cool. <laughs> That's awesome. I love it. Okay, so we are going to go ahead and take a break. Stay right there. We're going to come right back with Alexandria Barker on the Every Day is a New Day show. No matter how your life looks today, your possibilities are endless. You deserve all the joy, peace and excitement in life that you desire life doesn't come with a manual and that's why personal coaching is so awesome moving forward is easier creating a new reality for yourself healing your mind and body it's all possible visit kimoneilcoaching.com today to learn more and schedule your free consultation what books are you reading are you ready for a must read Winner of the Inspirational Book of the Year Award and international bestsellers, Dare to Dream, This Life Counts by Debbie Dashinger, as well as the acclaimed Wisdom to Success, The Surefire Secrets to Accomplish All Your Dreams. Buy the books from Amazon today. U.S. Book Review and Writer's Digest said these are critics' picks by Debbie Dashinger, Dare to Dream, and Wisdom to Success contain gems to live your life by. Sometimes we wish we could practically do nothing and still feel better. Guess what? You kinda can. When you schedule a Reiki or guided meditation session, you can just be and receive and allow the energy to shift. There's relief. These energy sessions can be done alone or combined with a coaching session. Find out more at KimO'NealCoaching.com and click on the Energy Work tab. Do you have a published book that never reached its bestseller potential? Are you working on a book or ebook you hope to publish soon? Do you have a book locked inside waiting to release your message to the world? Go to mybestsellerbook.com. My Bestseller Book will launch your book to a guaranteed bestseller status. Learn more 
at mybestsellerbook.com. All right, welcome back. You're listening to Every Day is a New Day with Kim O'Neill, and my guest today is Alexandria Barker, and it's been so fun talking to her. So if you are just now tuning in, I absolutely encourage you to listen to the replay so you can hear the first part of of what she shared with us about where she is today, how she got there, and just the awesome tools that have supported her in moving forward. I absolutely love, love, love what she's sharing with us today. So now, Alexandria, I want to talk to you about your book. I would love for you to share more with us about that. Your book is titled Wishful Thanking. And for anyone, because I know it can sound like thinking, but she's it's wishful thanking, like being thankful. And I love how she did that twist on it. So wishful thanking. Will you share with us more about what your book is about? Yes, it's, it's wishful thanking. Here's, uh, here's the co cover. And the subtitle is Seven Simple Steps to Abundance. So the, why I call it wishful thanking is because it's, it's teaching you about manifesting. It's, you will learn about how to work with the law of attraction. So you learn about um, the importance of gratitude and how like that opens you up and brings your vibration up so high because gratitude and appreciation are the highest vibrations. So wishful thanking is like being grateful in advance for what you want. So you're kind of, that's the play on words. You're wishful thanking. It's not, you're not just wishful thinking, you're grateful already. So this actually has processes where you would do that. You'd write down and, and be like, thank you so much for this. Like I did this morning, this awesome show that I was doing with you later in the afternoon, you know, but in the morning it was like, it was awesome. Thank you so much. You know, and that's part of my normal thing that I would do. And it's amazing how often that happens. So this book is, um, like I say, you're learning about law of attraction and I teach how to visualize gratitude, how to meditate. And there's also videos that support all of that. Also in the back, you can just kind of put that in the browser and, and it'll take you to videos that I've done. It's actually a nine part video training series that I've included about loving the law of attraction. So it's learning how to work with it. And, uh, but the other thing where I say seven simple steps to abundance, the seven steps, are actually and we have seven chakras that are seven primary chakras so that's what that alludes to so for each chakra we have seven steps that we're taking and what i've done that's unique to to me is that i have married each chakra to a specific life area so while you're planning your you know your best health for you and you're doing like you you know everything around that, you're also clearing your first chakra. So I teach you all about the chakras and the book goes on to, kind of hard to show you on a video, but anyway, it does break it all down. So you have such a clear understanding about what each chakra does, how to know if it's blocked, you know, some and some of the things like, you know, you want these chakras to all be free flowing and free of blockages because collectively they govern your entire body and also your your aura, There's there's a layer for each, uh, that correlates to each layer of the ch each chakra as well. So, I mean, it's just another way to get to know yourself, you know, really, really well and on that level, you know, and that, and what's really interesting about that is, well, see this book I'd had, I created this 10 years ago for myself, just after The Secret came out. And I was buying all those programs from all these great teachers. And uh, I was getting some like John Asraf, Bob Proctor, you know, they're amazing. I've seen them live. They're just amazing. But they're, 
programs weren't really getting results for me, you know, other than parking spots and stuff. I'm like, what's up with that? So I'm like, okay, well, I'll just create my own. So I did. So it, it starts with like the gratitude list and your meditation, like writing things you're grateful for, you know, and then things you're grateful for that haven't happened yet, but you're writing about it in that, that way. So there's seven different steps we work with color therapy, crystal therapy, um, aromatherapy, we have affirmations for each chakra and each life area. You know, it's just, so there's seven steps for each one and the seven chakras. So, but, yeah, yeah, so that's. Will you hold it up again? We, so we're on, uh, yeah, some people can see us audibly or hear us audibly and some people can see it visually. Okay. So seven simple steps to abundance. I love yeah. it. You can see she's got her arms open wide and it's like her aura around, but it also is, reflects all the colors of the rainbow because yeah. our chakras do as well. So which brings me to, did you want to hear about the quirky and unique thing? That yes. Okay. Go ahead and share that now. Yes. <laughs> okay. So I just, last summer I started, I decided I'm going to bring this into the world in another way. It had been a whole online training program, which people can get where I have videos for each chakra, really take them, you know, by the hand and lead them along the way. And I also created this ebook. Well, then I decided I wanted to bring it into the world in this way. So I was revising this book last summer and in meditation, I find I, some energy was connecting with me and I didn't recognize it. And, uh, but I was instructed basically to disconnect from media, um, put my cell phone away, unplug from media and just to take my journal and go sit under a tree. And I had this energy that, um, presented itself to me. I didn't know if it was angels or fairies or divas or what, but anyway, they came through to me to tell me that they were the angels of the chakras and that we each have our own personal chakra set of chakra angels. And they've come about just to help us connect. Is my cat, Boo. Say hi, Boo. <laughs> Can you see his gorgeous? Little A little bit. Hi, Boo. <laughs> now he's back. <laughs> anyway, so, so they gave me actually uh, detailed messages from each of the chakra angels, and they're included in this book. So they make their debut in wishful thinking nice really exciting for me so they they just want us to really play and enjoy so they're all about like dressing the colors of the chakras and play with the crystals of the chakras and you know just really embracing them and and they're not the archangels they're our own like i've got mine you've got yours you know and mine have um, shown me their names that they want to be known by but collectively they are the rainbow angels of the chakras so that's you heard it here first. <laughs> I love it. Okay. So now how do you, I love how they directed you to go sit under a tree and yeah. not listen to media or anything. How do you hear or receive messages like that? What's that experience like I for you? Just, well, it's interesting because as an Akashic Records consultant, I'm, I had done channeling work that way, but I'm not like a medium. I'm not like, you know, I don't go in front of a room with people and do that. So I didn't know what was coming. And I even told them like, I haven't done this. And, they, and, and then the, it was like a knowing, it was just like, pretend you're someone who this comes easily to just take your journal and your pen and go sit under that tree, basically. So then I, I, I it was almost like an interview. Like I was asking questions and writing the answers. And, uh, and then later I would bring, because I can't read my own writing very, if I leave it too long, I was bringing it in and transcribing and put it on the computer. And uh, so I would have it exactly as it flowed from them. 
And the interesting thing was, like, when I went back to read it, like, I didn't know what was coming, you know? It wasn't like my old words that I had written. It was like, oh, and I'm like, oh, wow, yeah. You know, like, it's very profound stuff. Um, I could share with you a little bit from one of them. Yes, please. I would love to. Yeah. Okay, let's go maybe right to the crown chakra, Angel. Okay. Um, okay, this is cool. Um, magnificent one. Now, these were, they, they gave me some private messages, but I had asked for messages that would apply to everyone who reads the book or is associated with the book. Magnificent okay. one, I bring the gift of knowing your divinity. I am so happy to connect with you this day. I see all the colors that you are and could be as I oversee all your chakra centers. Do you understand now how each connects and draws on the next? What a beautiful system. I am the angel of the chakra that ties you to the alpha and omega, the infinite, the source of all. I am here to refresh your soul and remind you that you are God. You are a divine being, precious and unique, every one of you. You are infinitely loved, and that love is flowing to you and through you every moment of every day. Imagine yourself wearing a magnificent golden crown studded with diamonds. Now imagine the points of the crown extending all the way to the stars, amplifying your powerful thoughts. Realize the power of these thoughts and strive to keep them aligned with love, the core truth of your being. Let these thoughts of love infuse your entire being and flow through your third eye, throat, heart, solar, sacral, and root chakras, through all the colors that you are, and be happy. For that is what you came for, the joy of it all. You are so loved. And they Aww. have a message. Each one has a message, so I just wanted to include that. I just love that, that how the crown chakra kind of sums it all up like that. So I get goosebumps even when I read about just from doing that. I feel like I, well, I, I closed my eyes for a moment when you were reading and I could just sort of feel it flowing down too. So it's just, Oh, it's just been amazing. Yeah. And, and, and they like, it was, they kind of have like a lighthearted fairy energy. So as I was like, are they fairies? But they were very clear to me that they are angels. They are angels, even though fairies are nature angels. And maybe that's why they feel like that because they're more embodied. Like they're kind of down here in the trenches with the rest of us. They're not way up, you know, they're not a lofty archangel, you know, there are personal angels. Like, then they're like, talk to us, connect with us, have fun. Like, let's play, you know? <laughs> so, so they're very... Yeah, wanting to just to, to help us um, by personifying our chakras. They're helping us because it's kind of an esoteric kind of a thing. Like you, get, you see the symbols for the chakras. It's really hard to kind of connect. But, mm -hmm. you know, if you can connect with the energy there, this little angel energy, like, I mean, that's fun. <laughs> so yeah. I've been having a great time. <laughs> Was there a time ever when um, when you were in that space of, of – you know, you were doubting and you weren't quite sure what you were receiving. How, Absolutely. how did, how did you get to that space where you, it felt easier to trust what you were receiving? I asked them. I was like, like, 
is this like it's kind of this is kind of weird to believe in you kind of thing and I, I did actually ask them and and I got back no more than it is to believe in your guides or your you know because I'd already connected with some of my other like okay. my, my own guardian angel and that kind of thing and I was like okay. oh why me like I'm not religious I'm not like like because I'm not at all I'm wow. spiritual as opposed to religious and they then their answer was it was for the how do they put it for a fresh perspective and uh, and because I don't have any of that sort of dogma it's you know it's just fresh and also because they find you know because I'm enthusiastic they like that too and they like the fact that I am like someone who is wanting to get information out there like with through various forms of media and in fact they kind of I'm not sure the right word if they have tasked me with this but I feel like they really they really want me to get this out there like so that's why I included it in here even though I'm like this feels weird like it really felt like stepping out of my comfort zone for okay. sure for sure but uh but I'm getting more and more comfortable with it and I'm working on the next book which is going to be a, a I'm calling it a, a not coloring book, but a learning book because it's going to be uh, for for angels of all ages, you know. For so for anyone who wants it, and the, and they're going to have um, you know be instructing them about their chakras and their chakra angels through this format of this beautiful book. So that's yeah, coming uh, this summer probably. Oh, <laughs> that's exciting! Well. <laughs> okay, no, I I I love. Yeah, I just want to touch on that part about how you were you were maybe more of an atheist than someone who already had an attachment to any oh, sort yeah. of religion. Yeah. Because in yeah. a way, well, in a way, I can I can see how someone might think that oh wow that seems so challenging to go from atheist to where you are today. But I think it makes total sense as well that it would be maybe a little easier because you didn't have to unlearn anything. You didn't have to challenge the other beliefs necessarily. Yeah. Yeah, because I didn't have any. I, yeah. <laughs> I don't know, atheist, maybe is there something, the one where you don't really believe in anything, I think that's more agnostic. Agnostic. Okay. Agnostic. Okay. Yeah. That's more okay. probably where, I, even though like I, I went to Sunday school and stuff as a kid. I mean, we were United Presbyterian is what my parents were at the time, okay. but other than Sunday school for a few years, I mean, really. It was nothing, you know, <laughs> it was nothing. If, if you could share one, I mean, you wrote a whole book, so I know you have plenty of messages to share yeah. with people, but <laughs> in, in this interview, if there's one message you could leave people with, you know, what would you, what do you want people to know? I want them to know that they are creating their own reality with their thoughts. Your thoughts become things. And like the angels have said, then your wishes have wings, you know, so thoughts become things, wishes have wings. So you're, you know, you have that, we're energetic beings, we're vibrational beings of energy, and your thoughts and emotions are vibrate as well and match up with other similar things. It's law of attraction, right? But because of that, we can create whatever we want in our lives. And I just want people to like drop the whole victim mentality and just realize that you're a divine being and you are your own spiritual authority. Like you're the one who gets to decide what's possible for you, nobody else. So that's, that's my message. And, you know, it took me a long time to find out, like, I'm going to be 60 next month, you know, so I'm not like I've known this, you know, even when I started this, you know, I was still like such a, you know, it, it takes a while to wrap your head around it. But now I just feel like I know, like, I know, like, I know, like, I know, you know, so nice. that's what I'm here to do. And, and so my whole 
I just really want to help other people get to that place where they know that they can create whatever they want. So decide what you want. You know, that's hard for people. It <laughs> but, is. It is. Yeah. Just, yeah. just that deciding alone sometimes is like a, a takes a lot. Do you have any, any, any processes that you use to help you to decide and get clear on what you desire? I do. You know, I, I start my day. I, I do the processes that I talk about in, in wishful thinking, you know? And so I get up in the morning and I say, you know, I express my gratitude to be awake and alive, you know, because <laughs> it beats the alternative. And then I go and I grab my gratitude journal and I write in it. I write like usually 10 things. I usually shoot for five things I'm grateful for that have already happened. And then I'll do some gratitudes that haven't happened yet to kind of give the universe some direction. And it's so amazing how many times I'll be like, thank you for the new client that contacted me for whatever. And then boom, I get, you know, phone call or an email. It's just like that fast. It's like, wow, this is amazing. And so I do my gratitude, I do my meditation, like it's only 15 minutes. And, uh, and then I do my um, visualization and being a student of Mike Dooley, you know, like uh, he's pretty awesome about that. He says four minutes, I do seven because it's seven, seven with everything that I do seems like. So I just really put myself into that mindset. And like, so I'm like, I'm there. I'm already at the, you know, I'm on stage if I've got a public thing coming up, you know, or I'm doing, you know, it's just, I put myself there. And so that's what I was tell people, just do it, you know, just try it. Just try, try with something small, you know, like don't go for curing cancer or your first, you know, right out of the shoot, but you can try. And, and what I always like to come back to, like Abraham says, that feeling is your first manifestation. So if you get yourself feeling happy, and you want to really kind of get yourself there and then you're not thrown off your axis as easily either. If you can take the time and kind of get your vibrational tone for the day established and then your day flows beautifully generally. And if you happen to run into some ornery person, they just kind of bounce off you like, you know, so it's, it's really true how that works. So I would say, you know, find a spiritual teacher who resonates with you and just fill yourself up with them. Like for me, like I've gone through several, but Abraham was huge. It still is, you know, huge for me. So I will just like immerse myself in, in Abraham or in Mike Dooley or in whoever, you know, I'm currently resonating with. And yeah. uh, so I say, just do that. Just feed your spirit, you know, just yeah. Your mind and your spot. Yeah. That's what well, that my advice. <laughs> And what I love about that, and you kind of touched on this a little bit too, how you said, hmm, you know, so-and-so's processes weren't working for me, so I created my own. That's, that's what I love about this is it, it can be so easy when you're first getting started to overthink it all. And, and, yeah. and I, I, I get how that serves a purpose because you're finding your way and all that. But if, if you find that it's starting to just make everything more too complex and harder, then what I love is that this really is about finding your own way. So I completely agree. Start with something that you're feeling drawn towards and really, you know, connect with that. And then if you start to notice that you, you know, um, maybe you feel drawn to, you know, expand in one, you know, in one direction more than another, like allow yourself the freedom to be yeah. able to go yeah. where you're being drawn. Yeah. And, you know, it might, yeah, you, you might find that, 
your learning process, um, you know, it's going to be unique to you and not necessarily be exactly what worked for someone else. That's okay. That's like, you're, you're still on the journey then allow your, allow it to unfold. Yeah, exactly. And if it's feeling like work, you're not doing it right. Like, or, or stop doing it, give it a rest right. things a little bit differently. You yeah. Know? So, yeah, definitely play with it. And don't, it shouldn't feel like something oh, I have to have to do it, you know, like, cause it's supposed to be fun and lighthearted, you know, like, so if it isn't change it up a little bit. So what I, I, I printed all the processes out and I put them in like these, binders of that color and I use a pen of that color and I have my crystals and my aromatherapy. I have uh, color coded plates and dishes and mugs. So like, and I wear the colors, like I really just have fun with it to whatever degree I can that day and just, you know, just play with it and have fun. Do you tend to feel drawn to one color more than another or how does it shift for you? It just, not really. I kind of, I use my pendulum and I'll just say which, I'll either go, I'll done it differently, right? Tell people when they start this to stay with one shocker for a week so they really get to know and then on to the next one and then the next one. And then once they've done that, they can do like one each day. And I did that for a long time. Well, now I have a chakra um, chart, chakra chart that I, I, I'll just say which one is would I most benefit from working with today? And then I'll let that decide and then I'll go with that. So yeah, I like, I love all the colors. So. Awesome. Wonder wonderful. Um, so let me ask you, I, I've been asking this question at the beginning of the show, but I realized I didn't with you. What does every day is a new day? What does that mean to you? Oh, well, I think it's absolutely correct. I, I love that. And I love that that's the name of your show because it is because uh, and again, I'm going to kind of draw on a little bit of how Abraham explains it because it really resonated with me too. And so I hope everybody recognizes Abraham Hicks. But like what they talk about, like you're, I always try to go to sleep in a happy frame of mind, might like have my last thoughts of the day be happy. And then I anticipate because when I'm sleeping, I'm not, you know, I'm not creating in my sleep. So I'm going to wake up sort of in the same vibration as I went to sleep. So it is a new day. And so now it's like, okay, what do I want to create today? So I just, I spend a minute and I go like, let's, let's be happy. I have my cat, the same one that popped his head in here. He wakes me up in the morning. And so I lay there and pat him for a minute. It's like, you know, this is a nice way to wake up. And, and so it's just, it is a new day. So start it the way you want, but treat it like it could be your last day. Like, you know, mm. if you tell people that you love, that you love them, you know, like really look for what's going to be special about that day. And, and that, that does a few things It gets your, your, your mind is going to, your subconscious is going to be looking for fabulous things. Cause that's, that's part. The other part of that is kind of remembering, Hey, what are my favorite parts of the day? So your mind will know that, okay, it's going to want to do this to me tomorrow. So she's, she's going to want me to come up with something again. That's great. You know, I like, that. I like it. Yeah. It changes your perspective. And when you change how you look at things, the things you look at change, right? Yes, yes, yes. So it sounds like you really allow yourself the time to bask in the energy yeah. of just enjoying that that those few moments when you first wake up yeah. to get your day started i do i spend i spend a lot of time in nature we're we're very blessed where we are here sort of and you know in ontario we have a nice big property and part of it was carved into like a labyrinth sort of a freestyle labyrinth from a, from a hay field but that was like 18 years ago so now i've got towering trees lining this path and we have deer and bunny and 
bunnies and birds and everything. So that's part of my spiritual practice as well. I walk in my, I call it my meadow, but it's like a forest now, but, <laughs> but that's very, very much a part of, you know, and I'm walking barefoot and I connect with my angels and guides and stuff. And yeah, it's just being open. I feel like the universe is always, always showering us with stuff, but we hold it off. We block it away. It's like we hold our umbrella. So yeah. just, you know, turn that umbrella upside down and just, you know, enjoy all the, the wonderful things that are being made presented for us all the time. Like just listen to the birds singing. You know? as, yeah. As you've, as you've been on your own, I'm going to call it spiritual journey. As you've been on this, your own spiritual journey, um, was there any sort of key turning point where you like all of a sudden a, um, a lesson or, you know, a learning like really sunk in for you and you're like, Oh, that made all the difference for you. Is there anything? Um, there have been some and one that I'm, I'm not sure if it's what you're looking for, but I, one of my biggest lessons was that not everyone wants to learn this stuff. Not everyone is interested in exploring their spirituality. Not everyone is interested in taking responsibility for their lives because it's a big, that's big. It's like, if I'm creating my life, then I'm responsible for all the shit. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, you got to own it before you can change it. But there's a lot of people who would rather be, it's my boss, it's my mother-in-law, it's my husband, it's my kids, you know, they, anybody but them, right? And a lot of people just, it's not their time. And so for me, that's been probably my prime lesson and I still struggle with it because I just want everyone to be happy, you know? So, um, but yeah, that's been probably one of my biggest, it's not my responsibility to make sure that like, I feel like once I tell them and then they know, okay, now, now it's on you, you know, it's not up to me right. to kind of go around and, and try to, you know, because it's hard. How, um, how do you tell them and then let it go? Well, I do through uh, some processes like with like the soul realignment that I do. And okay. Sometimes, okay. Like sometimes even people who will come to you and say like they, they want to have their karma clear. They want it. They want all this stuff, but they don't really want to take the action steps. They just want almost to have it done for them. Okay. And it's like, mm, doesn't work that way. You have to, you have to do the do. You're the only one thinking the thoughts and no one else can think your thoughts for you. So you're the one who has to kind of go in there and go, okay, if I don't like the results I'm getting, how am I thinking about these things? And uh, yeah, it can be a lot of work for a lot of people. So it's just like, just accepting that they may come to it this lifetime or they may not. And that's not, has nothing to do with me. It's none of my business. So I'm really right. not, not your responsibility, not your work. Yeah. yeah. Exactly. Yeah. So, which is tough when sometimes it's like, you know, siblings or, you know, family or extended family. It's like, yeah, I could, you know, life could be so much better, <laughs> but it is what it is. So, and who yeah. knows why, you know, they set their lives up this way. So, yeah. yeah right. Uh, it's like, oh, we're so here and ready to help you whenever you want it. <laughs> right. Right. And then I, I, I also have to realize, oh, that's right. Okay, nothing's nothing's wrong. Nothing's broken. Exactly. Even though I can see something, you know, another possibility, like it's okay. Like they're they're allowed to be where they are. And the the something that someone else has um, has said to me a few times, and I I love this, uh, is the the quote about like 
if you have more of a problem than I do with my problem, then you're the one with the problem. And I'm like, <laughs> oh, that's okay. I've got to remember yeah. it. Like, that's right. Don't, don't take something else on. Like, I don't have to. Exactly. Because you can yeah. hold yourself away from your own good and, and get yes. your vibration messed up because you're worried about someone else's, you know, and, yes. and very loving, caring, empathic people, you know, like that tends to happen. So there you just set your own boundaries and just decide like, no, I'm just, <laughs> you can be in a bad mood and I'm going to go do something else, you know, <laughs> like, or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> yes. Thank you for, thank you for going there with me and, and this part of our conversation. Thank you. Awesome. So we have come to the end and I would love for you to share with the audience, uh, how can they get in contact with you if they'd like to connect with you more after today's interview? Oh, well, they can certainly connect with me at, uh, uh, my website is the same name as my name. So it's just alexandriabarker.com. And actually, if they go there, I have a really nice uh, gift for them. Uh, awesome. Right when they go to my website and it's a, it's another, e it's a free ebook and it's about abundant happiness in 30 days. So it teaches them about, it's actually the focus is a lot of self-love because you know, you don't enjoy the abundant health or happiness or wealth or anything if you don't love yourself. So that's the first thing is like, so really helping people with that is the first step I feel. So yeah, so come on, join me and uh, <laughs> and get your free gift. So it's just com, And I'm on Facebook too, of course, and LinkedIn okay. and all that stuff. <laughs> Awesome. Well, thank you so much for being here today, Alexandria. I've really enjoyed speaking with you. This was also one of those conversations where sometimes I find myself getting lost in it. And then I'm like, oh, wait, I'm, I'm supposed to ask her questions. <laughs> <laughs> this yeah, has so. been a great interview. Can I just share the one uh, you had mentioned before to share your favorite quote? Yes, so please do. On my website, I'm just going to, I have it written down because I want to make sure I get it right because it's from Buddha. Okay. <laughs> So it's a, what we are today comes from our thoughts of yesterday and our present thoughts build our life of tomorrow. Our life is the creation of our mind, Buddha. And that just sums everything up for me. That's just, yeah, <laughs> hard to argue. Thank you. <laughs> thank you for sharing that. I do. I love that too. Wonderful. Well, thank you for everyone who has listened to today's interview. You can find this interview on BBS radio. If you, uh, want to listen to it audibly and if you'd like to see it visually we you can also find the replay on my YouTube channel as well and you can just search YouTube by going to searching Kim O'Neill coaching and you'll find my channel and of course this fantastic interview with Andrew, Alexandria today so thank you for being here if you'd like to find out about future shows you can go to KimO'NeillCoaching.com or find me on Facebook at Kim O'Neill coaching and O'Neill is O-N-E-I-L-L. -L. And I want to remind you lastly that wherever you are today does not have to be where you are tomorrow. And just as Alexandria was talking about too, simply by the power of choice and choosing to step into joy and self-love and things of that sort. So I hope you have a fantastic rest of your day and I'll see you next time. Thank you so much. And thank you to everyone watching and listening. Namaste. Bye for now. Bye for now.